Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Ksenia. And we're the co-founders of Leone, a virtual skincare consultancy designed to help you understand your skin and what products to buy. This is our podcast, The Skin Interview, bringing you open, honest conversation around the noisy skincare industry. Want the lowdown on current skincare hot topics and key products to look out for? In each episode, we interview skincare experts from the beauty industry to bring education and enlightenment to your day. From demystifying skincare topics to unboxing products, plus our honest, no BS reviews. We'll share brand stories, their mission, and so much more. Hi, everyone. My name is Ksenia, and I'm the co-founder of Neon, and welcome to our podcast, The Skin Interview. So the beauty industry is built on hype, trends, and cult products, leading us down a confusing skincare journey, trying products that were never meant for our skin just because of who branding or marketing. And Leon is here to cut for the noise. We are an expert-led skincare consultancy based on the understanding of consumer skin, not hype, trends, or influencers. We help our clients to find their optimal skincare regime. So today, we are very pleased and excited to welcome Molly Hart, founder of Higher Collective, and we actually met with Megan Molly for an amazing accelerator for Beauty Tech this year, organized by Huckle Tree. And uh, but we actually never met in real life, right? No, yeah, we did it all virtually. I can't believe like we've never met in real life. I feel like I've known you for so long now. <laughs> exactly, it's like if we know each other for a year already, but we never met in real life. <laughs> because actually, our course took place in the middle of the pandemic, so that's why we did everything on Zoom. And um, yeah, no, it's quite it's quite crazy when you think about it. Today we're going to talk about clean makeup and how higher stepped up to change the staple uh, product of any makeup routine lipstick, uh, which is pretty amazing. So we're super excited to have you and it would be great, you know, to uh, just have a brief introduction of your brand and also maybe like share your entrepreneurial journey. Yeah, cool. Um, so I'm Molly. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I had a skincare consultation with Leone and it really changed the way that I um, go about my own skincare routine. Um, so I highly, highly recommend it. Thank you, girls. Yeah, so I'm Molly. I'm the founder of Hire. I've been in the beauty industry for about 17 years now. I started as a makeup artist when I was a teenager <laughs> behind the counter. And um, I went into the business side after graduation at university. Um, and I worked my way up from there. I started as an assistant. And by the time I left my my last job, I was the head of digital transformation for the biggest beauty company in the world. So I've kind of seen this industry through lots of different lenses. And that's kind of led me to hire. Um, so hire is essentially it's consolidated concepts. And we're rebuilding products to be as clean and as sustainable as possible. And our first consolidated concept is lipstick, which is out now. And higher lipstick is a majority organic product. Um, each shade is between 66 and 74% organic, depending on the shade. Um, and we, we blend that organic base with what we call clean actives. Um, and then we produce that product via a clean supply chain. Where I kind of started was, so I've kind of had a very long history with clean beauty. I, one of my first jobs on the business side of the beauty industry was in social media. And I got to, I was working for a big corporation. I got to go around <laughs> to all of these big heritage brands and tell them why they needed a Facebook page, um, which was so fun. And then I had to community manage a lot of these Facebook pages. And one of the pages that I was managing, um, the question that I had to answer every day was about pink washing. 
And this brand was, you know, it supported breast cancer research, um, but customers were calling us out in social media for using ingredients that had been linked to cancer, in particularly breast cancer. <laughs> um, I was the only, I was the only person in the entire company who had to answer these questions every day because social media was new, and I was the only one, you know, taking answers and, um, you know, having to talk to customers every day which I really love, but like, I've just had to manage so many different of these concerns and comments and just seeing the exchange between, you know, our product development team and customers questions. I just started realizing that there was something funny going on here. Um, at the same time, another brand within the portfolio was launching an organics line. Um, and I was like, yes, this is great. Like this, this is, this seems like the right thing to do. And the organics line launched and then it crashed and failed because they put it in like the ugliest, like plastic green and white components. And like, they didn't market it very well. And I was just like, Oh, I wish there was something that was like organic and clean and natural, but like still like sexy and still gave you that like feeling of, you know, going into the self-purchase beauty hall. And then the topic of clean beauty for me became really personal when I went through my pre and postnatal period in the beauty industry. Like a lot of women, I was constantly screening products for safety when I was pregnant. And I wanted to, you know, I wanted to eat really pure. I wanted to make sure that my body was really nice and clean because I was taking care of, you know, someone else. And that's when I started realizing that I didn't want to wear makeup, that I didn't think was pure and clean anymore. I wanted something that was that was better, that aligned with you know my purchasing habits, um, because they were really changing when I was when I was pregnant. And so that's when I started putting together my business plan. Actually, when I was on maternity leave, <laughs> and yeah, then I I quit my job and I went for it. Amazing! I think it's amazing. I love the story behind. I think that yeah, you've been uh, uh, like when you deal with those type of comments you know and and you have to answer that's when you realize you know the the biggest uh problems that we have in this industry and i think that being in the front line like you were in this company have shown you you know like uh what people actually were thinking and actually maybe it gave you also a really good um insight on what they were expecting from a brand too yeah exactly and it was just i don't i mean like when when you're bombarded with questions that brands don't want to answer or, you know, at one point, like PR was telling me, like, just ignore those answers. Let's just not go back to those answers. And I was just like, I was in the tough spot of, you know, wanting to give our customers more information and being told that I, 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 I shouldn't. Um, and that just really like stuck with me. That, that was really like the basis of, you know, higher way back when, when I was, you know, a 22 year old, um, just getting started in the industry. Amazing. And can you just define what you mean by clean actives? Yeah, cool. So how we do higher lipstick. So first we started with an organic base. Um, I didn't like create a whole list of like nasties and to, you know, proactively exclude. We first started with organic plant-based oils. Um, and wanted to see how what we could achieve with just plant-based oils and butters. So we started with that. And then once we got that to a place where we felt like it was really strong, we wanted to push it and see what kind of treatments we could add into a lipstick. 
um, because we wanted to be able to like treat the lip with everywhere. Um, we wanted this to be like the most luxurious lipstick that was on the market um, because it was so natural and so pure. So some of the some of the clean actives that we use, we first wanted to use a version of hyaluronic acid that was in that was a low a really low molecular weight of it, so it could penetrate the epidermis and swell with your own water supply. Um, and then that like it smooths, it doesn't like, it doesn't give you like Kylie Jenner lips, but it does smooth the surface area of your skin so that your color looks really nice and smooth. Um, the other thing that we wanted to do when you talk to women about like their lips, like the biggest concern that they have is wanting, wanting to make them look more full. So we wanted to add a treatment into the lipstick that would be kind of like a wearable mask. Um, and so we added organic rosehip oil into the formula. And that's like a natural active, which helps promote collagen production in your skin. It's really rich in vitamin A and vitamin C, both of which you need um, to stimulate stimulate your own collagen like synthesis. Other ones that we use, we use grapeseed oil. um, We use the low molecular weight hyaluronic acid filling spheres, rosehip oil. And the other one that we use is dragon's blood. So it sounds a little scary, <laughs> but dragon's blood is, is from a tree and applied to the skin. It's shown to help cracked skin. So it's perfect for the lip. It's also a really like rich red pigment. So we use a, a, a higher percentage of it in our, in our red shades because it helps because we don't, we don't have carmine in our products because it's not vegan. Super cool. And I completely agree. I think that when I tried also the lipsticks, you really feel that, you know, it's your, your lips are very smooth and it's actually um, such a nice, um, it's, it's like, would you say it's like a treatment for your lip, but with colors also, because it does hydrate your, your lips, etc. Yeah. I usually get really dry lips in the winter. And this winter I haven't had to even use a lip balm because I just wear our lipstick every day. And yeah, it's just, it's really nourishing above anything else. It just feels really nice. It feels like a lip balm and that like feel and comfort was something that was really key to me um, to achieve early on. And I think that, you know, um, speaking about clean beauty, uh, it would be great to have a little bit your definition of it because the the thing with the the term clean beauty is that uh, many people can interpret it in different ways. And uh, but for us, it just means that if we had to define it, basically, it's like any brands that doesn't use any potential harmful ingredients present in products formulation, uh, like, for example, uh, anything harmful for the skin, but also for the planet, just making sure that their products are pure in a sense. And um, and I feel like there's different brands that are overusing this term too, you know, misusing it. And I think as a consumer, uh, it's really hard to understand exactly what clean means. And um, personally, I don't, I don't know if you, if you feel the same way. I think it's just, you know, our mission as a brand to really define what we mean by clean beauty so that people can define themselves and, and really understand the mission behind. Do you, do you feel the same way about this term? And how would you describe the whole ethos of being clean in your brand? Well, for us, clean, to me, clean is pure. And I feel like to be a clean brand, you need to use like the purest ingredients that are pos- that are like found in nature. And that's where we start. That's why the majority of our product is organic. And then the other clean actives that we add are not 
proven through research to be harmful, if that makes sense. Everything I think in clean needs to be backed up by research. There's lots of, you know, regulations throughout the world. Um, You know, some things can be banned in Japan, but allowable in the EU. To me, that's just weird. I don't think that research is geospecific. So we don't, we would never use anything that's banned any, anywhere in the world, just because like a piece of research was done in a different country. Um, I think it's still relevant globally. I, yeah, I think that clean, you know, is about trying to find the purest ingredients to achieve what you're trying to do uh, from a product perspective. And yeah, I, I think that, you know, just going through, going by research um, and, and formulating that way um, is clean. Yeah, no, 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 it's amazing. And, uh, and I think, like you said, with the background that you had, et cetera, like you, for you, it was like a real mission to have something, uh, you know, as pure in, in your sense as possible, because it was born from a frustration. So you just want to make sure, you know, that you have uh, something that's, yeah, that is as pure as possible, as clean, which I love. I love anything that is natural, organic. I loved all the clean movement. I think it's going to force, you know, even biggest, like the biggest brand in the skincare industry or in the beauty industry to uh, start to make also more conscious choices and change a little bit about the strategy, uh, which is what we need today. So I think it's amazing. Yeah. Also, like clean is just, it's more expensive to do. Like clean products are more luxury products. That's why the big, Big brands don't want to, they don't want to have to reprice everything because formulating with organics is much, much more expensive than using, you know, cheap silicone, lots of lipsticks. Practically every lipstick on the market has polyethylene in it, which is literally liquid plastic. <laughs> um, it's so cheap. And like, I, I just, I don't know, I just think it's gross. Like, why would you want to put plastic in a lipstick when you can use like plant based butters? and oils to achieve the same effect. But it's just more expensive. Like we have a much higher cost of goods um, and we've done some pricing innovation and that we've kept our price in line with the market, um, but we take a lower margin. And that's just, I just think that that's how we need to be moving forward. I, I, I think that, you know, customers are going to demand that we use better, cleaner ingredients and brands are just going to have to start paying more for their, for their products. No, for sure. And also, you know, there's this whole, um, I think also as a consumer, you start to understand that being clean or being natural, organic doesn't mean that you have um, like not an equal quality to luxury products. And uh, it's just like in the recent years, you know, with brands like Tata Harper and other type of natural brands that has proven that actually, like you said, like luxury does exist in natural and clean beauty products and brands and um yeah and that's and that's that's you know that's that's the way uh moving forward and i think that with the upcoming generation uh, you know gen z like with millennials etc we're more and more becoming demanding you know the type of brands that we want to invest in especially in the beauty industry uh so it's like uh, it should be uh like the not even clean you know but like sustainability or uh, respecting the environment, you know, or uh, being clean, etc. So all of this encompassing in the same type of bubble. I think all brands that are being, you know, on the market or uh, that are about to launch, etc. They need to embrace some of them nuances to make sure, you know, that they fit perfectly also with the with the current industry and the current market. 
Yeah, definitely. And we call it, we call this eco clean too, where we don't use any ingredient that also is harmful um, to the environment. Like there's a reason we don't use silicone. Silicone, like there's silicone's kind of one of those tricky um, ingredients where everyone's like, oh, it doesn't. There's there's no research that says that it's actually bad for us, but it's not good for the environment. It doesn't. It doesn't biodegrade. It gets washed into the water supply. Um, it harms biodiversity. So we cut it out completely because you can. Like there's you. There needs to be more innovation. Um, there's a lot you can do with plant based ingredients that you know can fill in for some of these. We use um, we use a few coconut derivatives in our formula because it can give you that same like silky smoothness that you can you can get with silicone. So there are there are strides being made on the chemistry side. Um, but again, like these these ingredients are just more expensive. And that's why I don't I don't see it being widely adopted because you have, you know, really big brands who have been using and pricing their products the same way for years um, and they can't shift that. Exactly. I think it's so hard, especially like you said, for big brands to change something, in, even as like the tiny thing in their formulation. It's like meaning they have to go all the way back and we change everything so they just market better you know and they invest even more in marketing strategy etc to make you feel that this is the product that you need but it's just like a struggle that they have because they can be aligned with all those new brands that are coming up and that are actually matching you know consumers needs and consumers philosophy most importantly but um i would love to speak more about your lipsticks so I, like I said before, just starting the, the podcast. So to be completely honest, for me, it's really hard to find the right lipstick just because I, I'm not someone who wears, you know, like a really bold red body, by the way, always had the most amazing lips, you know, on, on Zoom and makeup all the time, something super bright. But I love those ones that enhance a little bit the natural color of the lips. I think it's maybe the, like you said, cultural thing, because in Switzerland and France, you know, the more you are quite natural and you don't have anything, you know, that says I'm wearing makeup, like the, the nicest makeup you have, basically. So it's really different from like other, you know, cultures that I see Megan, who's also from the US, you know, it's like a petite friend or girls in the UK, etc. So maybe it's just like my personal belief, but I, I like exactly like the, the, the colors that enhance the natural lips. And that's why I got the everyday set from Hire. And um, in this set, there's three different, uh, more natural, like everyday type of lipstick that you can wear. And um, I got the Chateau, the Truest, and the Mercy. And all of the three of them, I absolutely love them. Um, and actually, I would love to know how you came up with the names of the lipsticks. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's kind of a funny story. So yeah, the name, the names of the lipsticks in particular, I, I just wanted names that were strong and elegant at the same time. So it kind of just came from that. Some come from like, I don't know, different like music that I've been listening to. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just think that they're all really elegant names, but they're also really strong. Because um, that's kind of how I see the modern woman. I feel like women these days are a lot stronger than they were I, I, than generations before. Um, but they're still really elegant. And I'm just, I'm just so inspired by like modern women these days. So yeah, the names are kind of random, but like they all have that same kind of like red thread that goes through them. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I love it. It's true now that you say it does sound a little bit like you know music lyrics, etc. <laughs> um, but also, so when I receive them, obviously I love the color. We already talked about how it stays on the lips, which is super nice. Like I don't feel like you have you know something sticky. It, it does really smooth the lips and and stays quite naturally. Um, but I also was super impressed by the packaging because when you open the, the lipstick, you have a small mirror. Uh, it's a bit red, like pink. Sorry, the, the packaging it looks super nice, very chic. So I would look, love to know, like the process that you had, you know, when designing the package because I think it's very unique. Yeah. So we what we what we did was we did a lot of what they call customer development. So I'm a we're a venture back brand, so you have to do lots of customer development up front. And so that entailed like just talking to women about and, and interviewing with, I interviewed about, we did about 15 different in-depth interviews that were like 90 minutes. And then we did about 120 online surveys. Um, and then we, we put all of those um, answers together and then we pulled out little nuggets that would help us in building the brand. Um, and when you ask women really boring questions, like how do you put on your lipstick? <laughs> um, everyone says like, I, I do it in, in the mirror or I, I, I carry a compact with me and I touch up or, you know, I have to go to the bathroom. Um, I get up from the table. Like, and I just thought like, how has this not been solved for yet? We need to make sure like if a, if a powder compact can come with a mirror, so you don't have to go to a bathroom or go find a mirror. Why can't we do that with lipstick? So I talked to my partners who were helping me build the tube um, to see if it was possible. And then I worked with our designers in London on what this, what this tube could look like. And like I said, like we're already a clean brand. We have a job to do in making sure that we're delivering a really chic experience to the customer so that they don't miss out on that like sexiness of a, of a, of a beauty brand. So it took, it was a lot of trial and error. And it was one of the big reasons why it took so long to get higher to launch um, was designing this mirror into the bullet. But yeah, we finally did it. And it's the first of its kind. It's a custom too. And yeah, it adds a lot. It gives, it, it provides more value to an everyday product like a lipstick. Um, and it's also so handy. <laughs> we didn't even intend for this to be, you know, the reason why it had a mirror. But it's so handy for 2020 because, you know, for those moments when you have to wear a mask and then you take the mask off when you like go out to eat or something, you have the little mirror so you can just apply your lipstick. Or when the mask comes off, I don't know, wherever you're going, you have the little mirror so you, you can do your little touch-up. No, it's amazing. And I think what I love with that too is that, I saw other brands in the past who were like including mirrors in their lipstick, but it was so heavy. I remember one, I don't know if I'm supposed to, to mention it, but there's like one where you open it and it was super heavy in your hand and like, no, it's not practical. It's not the type of lipstick you want to take with you, like when you have a small bag, whatever. But with yours, what I love is that it still has exactly the same type, you know, of package like, like normal packaging of a lipstick, but you have this little surprise of having a mirror included into it, which I think is very smart. But my personal favorite shade uh, is the truest one. And uh, I feel it goes really well with my complexion. And uh, what I love also with your lipstick and just your brand in general is that um, if I understood it well, any shades can be worn by anyone, by any type of complexion. So I would love to know... Um, if you can tell us more about it and you, how you choose and pick, you know, the, the colors, et cetera. Yeah. So this collection, it's a, it's a collection of five shades. They're all universal color. They have been proven to work across skin tone. 
Um, and that is, you know, it's, it's, we did testing on that, but it's also just my experience. Like I, I worked at a counter since I was, you know, a teenager um, and I did like freelance artistry. And I've also worked at, you know, the biggest makeup brands in the world. I, I know sales data. I know what sells. So this is not like lipstick shades according to me and what I like. This is lipstick shades according to what women actually wear. And so, yeah, the shades are based around, you know, what, what women buy and what women like and what they're used to. We didn't make any crazy weird color. We wanted it to be super wearable. We wanted to create like a really small, tight collection so it's easy to shop. And yeah, that's, kind of, that's how, the, how the shades were developed. We wanted them to make sure that they suited every woman who wanted to shop, every woman who wanted to have clean lipstick because... I, I personally feel that lip, lipstick and anything on your lip is like the, what you should be swapping clean if you're going to make one swap because the lip category is the only category that we ingest. And none of these rules that any government puts together are based on, you know, actually ingesting these products is based on topical application. So yeah, we just wanted to make it super accessible, super easy. And yeah, just for everyone. That's amazing. Yeah, it's true. Like when you think about it, You know, like with the people's changing a little bit, the skinky regime and going towards more natural organic brands, what I feel is that many people, they make the switch with skincare products, but with makeup, they might have, you know, that lipstick that, you know, they, they can't stop using, etc. And, uh, and that's exactly what I also tell for people wanting to switch is that actually the first thing that you have to change is what you put on your lips and also on your body because it's the least like the thing the, the type of products you know that people don't really think about and it's true and I even saw a stat but I don't remember exactly I need to find it I'll share it with you but like how many uh, grams of lipstick we ingest you know every year when we apply it on our lips which is crazy I don't remember exactly the number um, but it's just to like explain you know like you said that we actually ingest you know lipstick so it's super important to have something uh, that is super super clean yeah exactly and like I said like polyethylene is in every other lipstick on the market like you're literally eating plastic like that's just gross like change your lip products that should be the first thing if for anyone interested in clean beauty <laughs> yeah oh for sure for sure that's super interesting i would love to know like how uh, personally because like i said you know like i just remember your your, your skin and your lips on all the zooms always like a bright color like how do you Feel uh, when you apply those lipsticks, you know, and especially when you're working from home, like, do you feel a bit more empowered, a bit more pampered? Like, I just want to have, like, you know, just to understand exactly the feeling. Yeah, I mean, like lipstick in general, lipstick is just like pure joy. Like, lipstick is that one product in beauty that can like change a whole outfit. It can change, you know, your mood, your feeling, your vibe. It can like just you know, throwing on a bright red lipstick can do wonders <laughs> for your mood that day. That's why I always keep um, our shade Chiltern. It's like this bright candy red. I keep it right next to my computer at all times. And I usually throw that on for a Zoom because it's just really bright and it's fun. It shows up. I don't know. It just kind of makes you feel pulled together. This product is super clean. So you feel like you're treating yourself. It's, I don't know. It's just a nice lipstick is such a wonderful little luxury. That's like an inexpensive little piece of luxury um, that has like a huge impact. So I, I love lipstick. I've always loved lipstick. 
even when I, when I was working at the counter as a makeup artist, when I, when I first started out, like I fell in love with the beauty industry because of lipstick, like the joy on a woman's face when she puts on a lipstick that she like that, that just immediately clicks with her. It's just like infectious having the right lipstick too. It like, it kind of, I don't know, it just enhances you. It makes you feel like yourself. <laughs> yeah. Today, like I worn the lipstick all day, you know, and even working from home, you feel a bit more, uh, I don't know how to explain a bit. Like if you have a bit more of your life together, you know, you're just like, okay, I, I have a nice makeup. I have my lipstick now. And you just like, it puts you in the right mood, you know, to, even uh, go for your to-do list or even just feel a bit better about yourself too because I feel like uh, with the lockdown, which like I missed, you know, like putting makeup, uh, dress up nicely to go to our restaurant or do like anything like that. So it's nice to have this type of, uh, to um, to refill this type of feeling basically through you know, a product that you can apply on your skin, which is like felt nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, I really miss doing makeup actually. Um, but most of the time I literally just wear lipstick. It's kind of like all you really need these days, but yeah, I do. I I do miss, I I know what you mean. I miss that feeling of like, I don't know, getting glam. (laughs) Um, half the fun is just doing it. (laughs) Sometimes when I, my husband and I go on like a date, I'll get like dressed up and do my makeup. And then, then we end up like literally just walking around the block and then coming home and ordering Deliveroo. (laughs) I'm like, great. I did not have to spend an hour getting ready for this. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the situation right now a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, it was so nice to speak to you. And I think it would be great to um, just know how you feel about how, like we, we touched point a little bit on that subject, but just to see how you think uh, luxury looks like for the future. Uh, of course, beauty and, and, and makeup, especially with like the, the you know, the clean at us and, and being natural being organic, like support, you know, a certain movement and how you feel like we're moving towards it. I think it would be super interesting to, uh, to have a bit of your perspective since you're an expert in this industry. So I personally, it's my personal belief that luxury beauty must be clean and it must be organic. Um, and this just goes, this isn't me saying that like what we're doing is right and what everyone else is doing is wrong. It's, this is just me speaking from a consumer perspective. You know, I, and me and like my friends, and I know that there's lots of women like us. Again, we did lots of research on this. <laughs> um, but people are making clean and sustainable choices just across the board in all of their purchasing habits. And the beauty industry is not there yet. The beauty industry isn't providing the options that people are looking for. Um, so I think that the beauty industry is going to have to catch up to consumers because consumers are already looking for clean and sustainable options for all of their luxury products and all of their everyday products. And I think that, you know, the industry needs to, to move with the consumer and what the consumer wants, because the consumer is being super clear about what they want and what they need and what they're interested in. Um, and I think that the, the industry has to catch up. Mm-hmm. For sure. I think I completely agree with you. Uh, and, you know, we, we live in an excessive consumerism era where everything is available within a click. And I truly believe that this has even more increased, you know, due to the pandemic and the lockdown, etc. And uh, the need, you know, for uh, sustainability across all categories in industry, but especially in the beauty industry, is more than ever essential. And, uh, you know, like you said, uh, brands that uh, are created nowadays, 
they have to incorporate some sustainable features, uh, nuances even, just because uh, even the way, uh, you know, uh, our generation pushes luxury products, they are pushing also for the brand, not, not only for the product, like they are supporting something. Um, and um, they have high expectations, so it's super important to get aligned with them. And I feel like with the brand that you have built, you know, and your mission, and having also like followed you since the beginning a little bit of the journey, which was amazing, um, you did quite support that movement. You know, you you are also moving forward, and uh, and I think you're a great example for any people that are creating their makeup uh, or beauty brand uh, and that want to to have some touch of sustainability or, or, or clean beauty. So I think it's amazing. Thank you. Like, yeah, we, we really honestly just set out to create a brand that we knew that our customers would love. And I think that as if you're starting out as a, a beauty entrepreneur, you have to start with your customer. You have to know exactly who your customer is and you have to know exactly what they would want. <laughs> and if you don't know, you have to ask them. Because, you know, I think that there's a lot of disconnect in the industry between like what brands and people are creating and what their customer actually wants. So I think that like the, the best place to always start is by asking just your customer, like, what are they missing? What would they like? Um, and then just going from there rather than trying to like, you know, guess and push something out and say, you will like this. <laughs> yeah, we need that. It's like making them believe that they actually need something when they don't need it. Uh, which was a bit the, the the spirit, you know, of all brands. I think ten or twenty years before, but now everyone is actually like you said. Like the more you speak to to your consumers, uh, you're also been on the front line, just like us now when we're doing the consultation. So you get to know the person, like what they ask, uh, you know, their emotions to their feelings, like how they perceive, you know, what philosophy they have. So yeah, it's extremely important to have this type of uh, knowledge before uh, starting anything. Which is amazing. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Molly. It was so nice to have you. And um, if any of you have any questions, don't hesitate to write us on Instagram. Uh, go follow Higher Collective because they do have amazing lipstick shades. And actually, it could be a super nice gift too for any people, you know, any of your friends uh, that loves makeup and don't want to ingest plastic. Something <laughs> 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 cleaner. Um, so I highly recommend it. And the packaging, the box, everything comes such in a nice, you know, like it's, it's so nice. I think the whole experience that I highly recommend it to anyone. Thank you so much, Molly. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And don't hesitate to contact us if you have any question. You can reach us on DM on leon.ldn or email us at hello at leonldn.co.uk. Don't forget to check out our website for more info on our virtual consultations and for bookings. It's time your skincare earned its place on your bathroom shelf.